The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. I made a pledge this year to try and buy all my gifts locally from Minnesota companies. And you don't have to look much farther than Lakewinds Food Co-ops for fantastic, sustainable, and local gift ideas. Hi, it's Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish. And there are great opportunities to buy local at Lakewinds. There's do-it-yourself gift baskets where you stop by your co-op's bulk aisle and you put together a food basket of sweets and treats. Like Bergen Nuts, they have a number of sweet or spicy nut mixes, plus many chocolate-covered options. Or you could go the savory route with the soup bean mix or some other food staples that can be delivered in pretty jars or even mason jars or reusable containers. You just add a ribbon and wrap your gift in a tea towel and you're done. Sacred Blossom Teas is a company I'm crazy about. They have new blends, including Breathe, which supports respiratory function and Inner Peace, which promotes calm. They're locally grown and hand harvested and blended in Wisconsin. Minnesota Made Apparel has comfy hoodies, tees, long sleeve shirts, and even onesies for the little ones that are all made right here in Minnesota. This is a woman-owned company that uses sustainable materials made in the USA, and it's including their eco line that's partly made from recycled water bottles. You can find Lakewinds Food Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. Find out more at lakewinds.com. For many of you, this is the highlight of your week. So welcome. Woohoo! I know it's the highlight of mine. I get to get out of the house. I you'd think I'd actually dress up for you since it's the only place I go, but No. Yeah. You're the only outside, like consistent person I see other than yeah, my kid who's probably sick of me right now. I'm I'm down to a t shirt already, but not a tank top this week. It's always very warm in here. Well, uh, Merry Christmas, doing, everybody! Yeah. Merry Listen. Christmas! This is Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Yep. This is our this is our holiday show. show. We will be uh, off for the next couple weeks, and they'll play replays. Replays. Mm-hmm. Hope we'll be picking the replays. So, if you have any favorites, you can call her up at six five one six four one one zero seven one, and maybe she can find them. For they you. don't remember. They can't be like, oh, you know what? The show that three weeks ago show that, was great. Yeah, like just like twelve. Yeah, the Dece- or actually July the twenty second. That was a great show. You know what show she should not replay? But it's probably the show of the year in my mind. Is the one where. The restaurants had just shut down and Mike Brown was going to open Travail and talk oh. about it and came on and cried instead. That would be March 14th. Yeah, that show is like the hallmark of this entire year in my mind. Yep, that was a toughie. And just sad. I think we did and, replay that. I think we did replay it at one point. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oof. Hey, I got a shout out quickly to, uh, I got a shout out to Mike Daly, who is a Facebook friend. Hi, Mike Daly. I know. And he uh, he's got a scamp. He's got a little oh, scamp, yeah. you a know, scamp trailer. trailer. Yes, I know. He's pulling it up for curbside and dining curbside in his scamp trailer with his wife for their anniversary. Okay, did you miss my post? We're no. doing this too. What? We're getting the van out. Kurt went to get it yesterday, but the battery was down, so he had to go come back and get cables. So he's getting it this morning. We are going to do curbside and then have pull up to like Uda Pills or Bad Weather, any of our favorite breweries. Which, of course, we're drinking and driving, so there's that. But <laughs> well, 
You can have one or two, right? If you have it sure. an hour. Yes. Um, but we're going to sit in our van, our heated van. Yeah. That's yeah. what they brought. They pulled up their little scamp. It's got Christmas lights on it and yep. everything else. I'm going to share it to the Weekly Dish show page because it is so cute. And he told me he was doing it and I got very excited. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Ellie and Kurt are going to Afton Alps tomorrow to go have a daughter, daddy, daughter ski day. And they're bringing the van because... You know, your car is the new chalet. Yeah. So they oh, right. got snacks. They're like very excited your about that. Your car their... is the new chalet. That's I right. didn't even think about that. That's in Vail. Um, they have, we have epic passes and um, they posted that your car is the new chalet. Oh my God. So okay. yeah, I love it. Very fun. Okay. Well, and speaking of which, we're going to have to give gifts. Funny enough, your wrapping paper has a little scamp <gasps> oh, on campers. it. So. Okay, I need to take a picture of our wrapping paper. I'll post it on our weekly dish show page. So every year we try to do gifts. Some year we're successful. Some years we're not. Yeah. Um, here you go. I can toss it to you. I remember what one is, but I don't remember what oh, the other one is. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, some bourbon balls. Yeah, those are standard. Hope you got some too. You'd love it. Thank you. Love it. You're welcome. Hope he's our producer. I made her a chicken pot pie for one. Thank you so much. It's so cute. It is cute. It's in like a little <laughs> yes. carafe. Okay, well, the first thing you've given me is a little, like a spoon, oh, fork, knife thing. Oh, I didn't even take the thing. price tag off. Oh, what a loser. It's a, called a utility spork is basically okay, what it is. Okay, do you know specifically why I got you the spork? For ramen? No. Oh, because that's usually what Do you remember, and this was now a year ago, at least a year and a half, when we were working on our State Fair podcast and we were upset (sighs) about all the trash we were accumulating by testing everything and all the spoons. And you said, we need a knife and a fork or a fork on a a necklace. And this has a hole in it, you guys. It does. So that's your State Fair spork. Oh my God, this is excellent. I'm feeling like it's happening this year. This is so excellent. Oh Here, my God, this is perfect. Yeah, because you can just put it on like a chain. And then when we're out at the state fair, you won't have to be using all of all the, the plastic forks, which make me crazy. Yes. Okay. And then the second thing, because I'm just going to unwrap it because I'm going for This is the thing. I don't remember oh, what it is. This is, this is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It is a face mask that says, oh, oh, yes. I'm just going to sneak right, about pa- the right past you. Face mask. Right past you there. Okay, there I saw that, and I was like, okay. That's an Adam Terman uh, thing, by the way. Did he make it? I think this is his design, the Ope, with the, like, the way that it's the lettering and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's real cute. And I think it's funny because he was the one at the State Fair when I when I did the t-shirt last year, and he was the one, he I was talking to him, and he was like, you really, you really missed out, man. <laughs> oh, look! Yeah, Hanson just unwrapped mine. Oh. Which she's like gonna I'm cry. Gonna cry because that was when we had fun. And yeah, we had I know. Lives. So oh. it's a puzzle. So here's the deal, you guys. I made a puzzle out of the picture oh, of so our cookie crew at you know our cookie party our crew Christmas party at last year's Hubbard Christmas party, which would party. be tonight, wouldn't it? Uh, mm, well, or last weekend. It depends. Yeah. yeah. But so Aww. it's a cute little picture. She and the funny thing is, you posted it. You posted the picture because I was so sad. I know, and I thought, oh god, she's gonna weep buckets when she opens that the- whole week. I know. Every memory was like, oh, this was when you were at the New Standards concert. Oh, this was when you were at the yeah. Hubbard party. Oh, Facebook this was memories your cookie exchange. Is a problem yeah. for a lot of people right now. During coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, this but it's is a so puzzle. Thoughtful. Here's the thing. It's a puzzle. And this is what I love about it, especially because everyone's doing puzzles right now. This one is, uh, this one, I got to tell you, I, this is called Portrait Puzzles. A lot of people are going to Shutterfly and they are not shipping until February. Yeah, like, Shutterfly is really behind. Yeah. Portrait so, Puzzles, Portrait, friends. And they're out of La Crosse, Wisconsin. So, Woo! like, I literally, I uploaded the photo and I got it in, like, two days. 
excellent. I love them. So cute. I cannot wait to do this. I know. It's going to be great. I actually have some like legit time off during the holidays. So. We have, I mean, like, right. That's the thing. I know. Two I weeks. hope you just don't tweet and just like sit and be in a creative space that's relaxing and not paying attention to too much social media is my point. Yeah. You know, that's probably good advice. I think everybody we, uh, should just like actually live in the real as much as you possibly can. Like go for the walks, go in the woods, you know, do the things. It's, I know there's not a lot of things to do. <laughs> no, there is. I did two things this week. Okay. I did the Seavers Holiday Lights and the move of ordering from Lion's Tap and getting your takeout. Yeah. And then we put it in the car and we closed up our bag and then we drove to Seavers because you do have to wait in a queue line a little bit. Yes. So we ate our burgers from Lion's Tap while we in the car while we were waiting in the line. So it made it feel more like... Like an evening versus like we were just horking down burgers in our car. Yeah. So we did that one night. And then last night, uh, the Lex had a pop-up that was a butcher and boar where they had the long rib. Yeah. So we got that. And then we went, we didn't eat this in the car because that was a little more complicated. But we went over to the state capitol. If you don't know, from six to nine, all through the weekend, every 12 minutes, they're playing a nativity type of holiday light show that's actually projected onto the cathedral. Oh, nice. And you listen in your car to the music. It was fantastic. It just was 12 minutes of like, this is Christmas. This like feels like something. It feels like a little spiritual. If that's your gig. I love the story of Mary and Joseph and the wise men and whether I believe it or not, (laughs) I do love the story. It gives me just (laughs) hope and joy to find the light. Yeah. That's really so, lovely. Yeah, that could make me cry too. See? Okay. It's going to be that it's gonna show. It's going to be a sobby show, kids. Yeah, I'm not probably. sobby today. I've been sobby all week and I'm not. I got some sleep. You I sobbed feel great. out? Yeah. I do. I, uh, I actually hosted our MSP Mag Zoom I saw holiday it. show. Someone posted something <laughs> yeah. that I follow and I saw you and you had your jingle hat on. You yep. looked real cute. Yep. I did it up for the. And it was a lot easier than I thought. It is hard, by the way, to be the host of a Zoom thing because it's just you cracking jokes to a bunch of mute faces so you know just saying it was a lot but it was fun wait i love my company and i think they're just marvelous and it was just a great time so um ellie did have as we wrap up here this will make you laugh as the mother of a gay child uh i I got the christmas holiday card i was somewhat organized and i'm sending it out and i'm looking at the card i'm like huh i don't i don't think that maybe some of these people like even know ellie's gay because I didn't really say anything until she was an adult. And some of these people are like lifelong family friends yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I'm looking at the card. I'm like, I think this is the out, the outing her card. Really? So I called her and I'm like, just so you know, I put a picture of you and Kate on the card. And she was like, oh, it's fine. I'm out. I've been out. Yeah. Well, then yesterday I was on the Jason show and I didn't have his address. And I knew he was um, going to be taking some time off. So I was like, here, here's your holiday card. And I held it up on TV. And then I got done and I was like, oh, I just outed her on television, too. Yeah. So I called her and she goes, Mom, I told you yeah. I'm out. She's, it's fine. If you're out, it's out. You're out. Yes. You're done. She's it's, like, you're not outing me any more than I already no, am. But she's, she owns her space in this world. That's right. So I thought, well, that's a good, <laughs> good holiday event. Yeah. So she's out for those of you that didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and when we come back. What are we cooking? Because we're cooking some Christmas stuff on the Weekly Dish, presented by our friends who I've had some time with this week, Cornitos. Sounds like it. 
everybody. It's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota. You know what? Food brings out the passion in people. And people love to talk about food. And so why wouldn't we talk about the people and to the people who are growing our food? We have an opportunity, you guys. Common Ground Minnesota on Facebook is a place where women farmers are able to answer your questions about the food scene and the way that they grow food. They are ready to engage. They just want to talk about how they grow food, what they think about why they grow food, and all the things that have to do with the way that your family is eating local foods and what they're growing. Remember that you always have an opportunity to check in and chat with farmers in Minnesota at Common Ground Minnesota. It's right on Facebook. It's on Instagram. You can check them out on Common Ground, M-I-N-N. They're ready to answer any and all of your questions. Oh boy, I don't know who sang that song. It might be Blue but that was really nice. Has that been Crosby? Um, did you watch the thing I posted on my Stephanie Hansen Facebook page with James Corden and all of the no. folks going through the Mariah Carey Christmas song? I have not seen it. I saw that you posted it, but I haven't clicked it. It's, you and a bunch of people posted it, so I was like, okay, I know I can come back to it. It's three minutes of just complete smile on your face cheer. Yeah. It's silly. It's different people. It's not just Mariah. Oh. And so, like, she starts it, and then, and she's got, like, her glittery breasts, and it's just all Mariah. I did see that. It was so much oh, boob. Oh, it's totally on brand. It's so much boob. Yep. And but then, she's the queen. She should be. She but you'll like it. You'll like it. It just makes you smile. It's three minutes of smiley. James Corden is fine. I saw him on... Uh, uh, 60 Minutes profiled, and he made me like him a little bit more than I did because he kind of reminds me of Jimmy Fallon. Sometimes he's not my favorite. But then Jimmy Fallon was on the Saturday Night Live holiday special, and that was pretty good, too. Oh, was that last week? Yeah, last oh. Wednesday. They did Pete Schwetty. I was thinking... Oh, they for, just did a wrap-up, or they yeah. did a bunch of stuff? Got I was thinking at some point, you and I should just do a segment where we replay Pete Schwetty and his Schwetty balls, balls, and you and I enact it. Okay. That it would be pretty funny. It would be funny. Okay, so. I I like the Betty White, the Dusty Muffin one better. That was my favorite. Or the Blank in a Box is pretty good, too. Yes. They did play that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's with, yeah. I mean, the Dusty Muffin with, is the radio one, too. Okay. Like she's like, yeah, anyway. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so that's Sarah Night Live. You can find that. It has aired on your demand. So we're, the What Are We Cooking countdown. So, we're not having our big Christmas Eve party. Right. We're not having any of our normal things that we have. Yep. So we've been trying to figure out how to do Christmas small. We do still, um, in our bubble, as it were, is Dolores, my mother-in-law. If you recall last year, we had the mystery guest, John, who came to right. Christmas dinner. Oh, I forgot about that. I was talking to that Dolores like on the phone this week, and John called. And she hadn't talked to John for a few months because bridge the bridge center was shut down. Yeah. So I was like, ask John what he's doing for Christmas. He had seen me on the Jason show, apparently, and he wanted to call her so that she would tell me that his kids were coming to have. He has a daughter that was coming to have Christmas with him this That's year. That's good. Yeah. So he John has a Christmas home this year, even though it's not mine, which is perfectly fine. Um, so Dolores is coming. And Kate and uh, Ellie, my daughter and her partner, are coming. They have been in quarantine. They have had a COVID test. They are on lockdown. So it's going to be the five of us. And we're going to spend the the Christmas Eve time together. So we're, we talked about different menus. We're going to do our Christmas Eve Swedish smorgasbord that we would normally do with our friends, that this would have been the 45th year of doing it. 
Wow. Because they've been doing it long before I came wow. into the family. Yeah, it's a tradition that has gone on for years. These three families got together. At one point, it was as many as 40 people. It's been as few as 15, depending on yeah, traveling and families. And this is the first official year we canceled it. Good. So we're going to make it at home. So we're still making, and I have these recipes posted If you're on the Weekly Dish Show page and you see all the recipes, bear with us. Look for what you want in there because there's a lot of recipes today. I am. So there's Swedish meatballs is the main dish. Then we have, and I I need to say it like my stepmom says it because every, or my mother-in-law says it because every time she says it, me, Kurt, and Ellie burst out laughing. Janssen's Temptation? Janssen's? So Janssen's Temptation. Temptation? Is a... You have to end up. Temptation. Temptation. Yeah. It's a potato dish with anchovies, and it's very Swedish. And what happens, it sounds kind of gross, but what happens is, is the anchovies actually melt into the cream in the potatoes in the sauce, and it gives it a real umami that you don't necessarily know is there. So it's Janssen's Temptation are the potatoes. And I will say, I brought the potatoes to the Christmas Eve when I started coming when I was 25 years old because I couldn't believe I was going to this Christmas Eve celebration instead of being with my family and they didn't even have any food I wanted to eat because I was kind of a snob at the time. Yeah. So they had like the pickled herring and the pickled beets and the Swedish meatballs. I was like, that's the only thing I eat is the meatballs and the rolls. So I started making a like scalloped potato and it has morphed into Dolores's Janssen's, Janssen's Temptation. Can I tell you that I make this just without the anchovies? Yeah. Like, this is a dish that I literally was going to, I mean, you know, I do it, yep. I layer it differently, but that's basically the same ingredients. That's so, except for the... Try the anchovies. God, I wonder if I should. I don't know if that'll, like, change it too they much. They won't notice. They won't notice. But it'll re- be better. It just makes it more richer, and it's it has a saltier and interesting. All right, I oh god, the scariness though. If you ruin potatoes for a kid on Christmas Day, <laughs> that's a problem. Think of all the stuff we've ruined for our kids, though. It, Come on, it's all in the joy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're having the Swedish meatballs, the Janssen's Temptation. Then we're having uh, cheesy artichokes, which are just basically frozen artichokes, cream cheese, and butter, and Parmesan, mm-hmm. and then you bake it. Yeah. I don't know why this is a Swedish thing, but this is the dish that Kurt and I have been making for 20 years for the... Which buffet. one is this? The cheesy artichokes. Oh, okay. It's literally just artichoke hearts, cream cheese, butter, and Parmesan. And you well, blend it all up and put it in a pan and bake yeah, it. Yeah, it's, artichoke- it's like artichoke heart dip. Yeah, kind That's of. That's basically what it is. It but like, it's like gratin. Yes. You're doing it like a gratin. Then we are having... Um, the cucumbers, and we call these Ellie's cucumbers only because when Ellie came home from college and she was starting to contribute to this event, yeah, we were like, we have to give her something, but we don't want her to mess anything up. <laughs> so we'll just give her the cucumbers, which are basically sliced cucumbers, vinegar, sugar, and dill. <laughs> but the funniest part about it, like Ellie's actually now a better cook than me. Like she could cook all along. She just was a kid who well, wasn't yeah, that interested in her. Right. And so we were like, oh, just give her the cucumbers. Yeah. Now she's making like homemade bagels and Japanese dumplings and yeah. ramen from scratch. Yep. And yet she still is the cucumber. The cucumber. You're, she's only allowed to do cucumber. I know that's actually the big fallacy of people like us who cook all the time. And they're like, oh, your kids must be great cooks. You're like, well, I'm not going to let them no, do it. They don't no, get to cook at my they, house. No, I'm not teaching them. No. Ellie also, as she's graduated into adulthood, has taken on one of the families last year. We lost um, one of the founding families. The mom and the dad have since passed. And their dad died last year. 
the year before last year. So last year they decided that they were going to do a different thing in honor of their dad and scatter his ashes. So no one was there to make the eggnog. Right. And the eggnog is a pretty important part. So Ellie volunteered for the nog and her eggnog was like the best it's ever been. So now Ellie also does the nog and we have the big punch bowl and all the cups because the family brought them to my house the year before last so that I could bring it. Yeah. So I've got the original punch bowl and all the original cups, 40 of them, from the 45 years of these Christmases past. Is this like the milk glass one? It's it's crystal. Like it says, oh, oh, I it think. doesn't, the, the cups don't say eggnog on no. them, like that I have. <laughs> Those are the Tom and Jerry cups. Well, but mine say eggnog because they have the two kinds. They Cute. have eggnog and Tom and Jerry. So I have crystal, crystal glasses, a crystal bowl. There's a crystal ladle. Like it's fancy. Yeah. And when we moved, I was like, make sure we don't kill the punch bowl from 45 years. Yeah. So Ellie makes the nog, but we, so is it done? Is my whole Christmas Eve over? There it is. You can find all the recipes on our show page on Facebook. That's the problem with the 26 seconds or the 26 segments. There's also eggnog, Tom and Jerry batter. There's a lot. And we can continue on later. We just have someone next segment to chat about restaurant stuff. But we can continue with your recipes. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish, and you may remember that I just sold my home in St. Paul and moved to Golden Valley. I did that with the help of CarrieAndSue.com. That's Carrie Oust and Sue Durfee from Remax Results. You guys, they were so responsive. They were straightforward. They were really respectful. When I was working with them and Kurt and I would have differing points of opinion, they would inject what they really thought, but they were respectful to both of us and helped us really come to a conclusion that we could find find the best house that would meet both of our needs. They're not a big team, but they provide very personal service. And each time you go through a home, you're going to deal with either Sue or Carrie. And when you get signed up, they don't hand you off to someone else. They take you through the entire process. They have very trusted people in their organization. Sue has over 20 years in real estate and has been voted both a super agent with Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and best real estate agents from Minnesota Monthly. And Carrie, I've known for over 30 years. She is so responsive and so trustworthy worthy. And honestly, I just had a great experience and I want you to know about it because buying a house is a big purchase and who you buy it with really can matter. So find Carrie and Sue at CarrieandSue.com. C-A-R-R-I-E, Carrie and Sue.com. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, we are bringing back Tim Niver, who we had last week and he, we cut him off a little bit. So Tim, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Let's start over. Let's start over. <laughs> or just pick up where we left off. Honestly, okay, we just cool. wanted to talk again with you because, you know, last week we were all waiting to see what would happen with restaurants in the Twin Cities and kind of what was coming with the governor and all the announcements. And I that's why I thought, okay, let's talk about it now that it's happened and kind of get the measure and your perspective on how you're feeling about everything because... You know, I mean, it's been a rough week for restaurants, I think. Yeah, you know, there's there's obviously a lot of attention on um, the folks who had decided to open. Um, you know, really, I was thinking this week mostly about the folks that are trying to comply and get through this by doing it, you know, the, the way we've been asked. And, you know, it, it is. It's incredibly difficult. And, and the swirl of news and what may happen, what may not happen, you know, 
a lot of uh, questions at large. And, you know, honestly, it's, it just remains confusing. Um, there is no result. Um, we're really still just kind of marching in place and nothing's really happened. Um, um, and you can be defiant, um, but what does it get you? Um, and I just, you know, I just, we just need to get to the end and we need to, we need help so we can get to the end. Yeah. Can I, that happens, nothing happened. Can I back up and you say nothing happened? Well, for those of the people, I feel like something did happen. It was small, but so people can be open for outdoor dining beginning January 4th. No. Or beginning Saturday. Today. (laughs) Today. Today. Sorry. (laughs) And then at January 11th, is it the date that they will review for potential what's going to happen from there? And then the other thing that happened is finally, and you can argue whether it was enough or too late or going to do anything, I don't know, but finally the legislature, both Republicans and Democrats in the House, came together with Governor Walls and they created some funding for these restaurants. And I know there's a lot of controversy about that, but there was something that happened. Hey, hey, you're you're right. I guess, I guess uh, you know, it's, hard, it's kind of hard to find, you know, you know it helps some people. Yeah. Um, um, and I, I think that's kind of what I was referring to. There's been no broad right. assistance, um, um, that's changing. Maybe I'm thinking mostly federal and obviously that we're all welcoming sure. what the Minnesota has done, you know? Um, but we're still waiting for that. Let me give you an example. Let's say, um, uh, Saints and that we have uh, COVID, uh, exposure over there and, we had to close for the weekend, right? And then, so now, um, I know this funding's coming, but really, what I'm what I'm looking at is uh, we're going to take a pause at Venet, and we're going to close potentially to the end of January, because any funding that I'm getting now, you know, even with these closed days for holidays and maybe some pre-order stuff, it's still, you know, we're still trying to stretch, you know, whatever's happening for as long as we can. And for me, if I stay open and January is a little slow. I'll be backfilling. I'll be paying backwards yep, yep. with this aid money and not forwards. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, having to shutter my joint because I know that um, uh, the, the best opportunity is for me to wait until I actually have one. And I don't have, I'm not looking at opportunity yet. You know, like I see the light, but. Do you feel oof, like, you know. Do you feel like like March, the second week of March, like when do we feel like I don't want to say in safe or home stretch because I think that's going to be long and like a dimmer light slowly going up. But are are we trying to get to April? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to get to June. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get, you know, to to the summer months. Got it. Um, you know, I think that that. um we're going to see another little change in January after the holidays uh, from, you know, restriction wise. And, you know, I, I suspect, you know, the daily cases are down and, you know, the numbers are looking better. So a few more weeks um, to look at that. I don't know how he's going to react to, you know, Christmas and, you know, kind of the long layover of this yeah. virus. And, but we'll see, but honestly, until people really start getting vaccinated, um, there's going to be a large portion of the population that just will not go out. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, like I say, we're marching in place for a little bit longer. And so we really start to get, 
you know, rubber hitting the road and, and, and pushing us into like a safer feeling where people can trust, you know, a little bit more when they're going out and, and, and doing things and um, that they can sit in a, in a confined space and be okay with it. Do you think, um, as we're watching, you know, we've heard that there's the federal, you know, both sides in the federal, uh, you know, our nation's capital are, have pledged that they're not going to leave for the holidays until something has passed. How are you feeling mm-hmm. about that idea? Do you think that we're going to see something this week from them? Ab- absolutely. And, and if not, you know, it's just, it's just a continued, it'd be continuing the embarrassment. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I can't imagine going back to my home state after not completing something that everybody needs. That the entire the country majority. is waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. I do yeah. think I, they have, they have to deliver. They've been elected to deliver and they've just not. And I think, I think they're going to. There's so much anger, too. Like, there's anger at our local politicians. There's anger at Governor Walls. There's anger at federal administration. There's anger at people opening. There's anger at people not opening. Anger at people wearing masks. Anger at people not wearing masks. Yep. That sentiment, that feeling of anger is so overwhelming. I guess I just would ask every individual to, like, look within yourself and figure out what are you really angry about? Let's just try to get this moving forward whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, a Trumper, a masker, an anti-masker, whatever the heck you are, we are all human beings that live in this collective experience together. And I don't think you can minimize that there's people that are really suffering in their businesses, but there's also people that are really suffering with this illness. And the virus doesn't care. They don't care who you are. They don't care what your politics are. And I guess that makes me frustrated that this is a virus. It's not a political statement. It's not a business plan. But that's not, I mean, I agree with you, but the problem is information, right? The problem is because everything you're saying can be both accepted and disputed by somebody. But so that's my exact point is no one is right here. No one knows the answers. No one knows everything. No one has it all together. We're all doing the best we can. So can't we just be human? (laughs) Never. You know, I think part of this, I, no, we, I, no, you know, in no way do we understand the, uh, you know, our own identities right now. Like, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, we've never had to deal with this much stress, this length of time at home. We actually have time to make comments and to get anger and to sit around. We have, you know, less outlets for this if you're working at home and you're right. sitting there staring at there trying to do the homework, you know, like, I think it's like, obviously it's understandable, but, I, you know, I do, I do want. I would love collectively to be able to put it down. And I think, you know, we need, we need to, you know, get that momentum pushing that way a little bit before people can kind of, you know, take a pill and, 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 and chill for a minute. You know, we're still fighting so hard for whatever it is we believe in because there's just, you know, need. Um, um, and I, and I, you know, hopefully we can replace that with hope soon. And, you know, the way I see it is uh, I, I want restaurants to be that, restaurants, bars, whatever. And I want that to be the place that we, we go back to and we start to get along with each other. again. Yes. We start existing in the same space again, that, that culturally it, it brings us together. It's, uh, we've got to get to that point. We've got to get to that point so that, so that we can start, you know, interacting with the humanity really, that we disagree yeah. with on a social level so that we remember Absolutely. that it is humanity. That yeah. you might like, not talking to anybody who's seeing anybody right now. Yeah, right. that you might not have the same beliefs that I do, but you're still a human being who sits at Absolutely. my table. We sh- can cheers. We can agree to disagree, but we still have the fundamental aspects of that we're human beings. That, and that's what restaurants yeah, and bars absolutely. provide. 
Exactly. Never There's tell- a little civility. There's a little civility that comes with this, and, you know, we've forgotten it, and you're not looking anybody in the eye when you're saying all your stuff, you know? And you're just typing um, your vitriol. Mm-hmm. You're just in your own anger. Soup. Yeah, just... Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So... Are you finding, Naira, like with Moochies and St. Dinette, do you find that you have a pretty solid core of support? Or do you feel like, you know, people have started to wane a little bit because they're, they're as tired as everybody else? Well, you know, I, I, see, I see some new places that have opened that are doing really well. And then, you know, Moochies St. Paul has a very sustaining, uh, a, a very large group of people that sustain us. Yeah. Yes. Dinette, we found downtown to be very, very kind of come and go. Oh. Um, not, not so busy at Dinette. And, you know, and that also leads to our decision to take a break, right? You know, right. so. Um, and then uptown, we've seen some things come back at Trattoria Mucci, which has been really, really nice. And those gets have been successful. So I really would attribute it mostly to hustle. But I do think that even for um, guests that there's, you know, fatigue for to go for sure. Yeah. You know, Um, but, you know, the the in general, I would say the community is just, you know, obviously doing everything they can do. Right. What is it that you want to tell people about supporting restaurants? I mean, how can they do it and what's their what's their best way of doing it? Just keep going and buying food on the daily as much as you can. Yeah. Um, I love I love the idea of gift cards. You know, I, I, I do. Um, that's hopeful. I, I think that, um, you know, that cash is great, you know, it, uh, but food in the moment and just continuing to go to your favorite places or trying new ones, uh, going to, um, you know, places on uh, ethnic joints, small family joints, you know, any anything like that. It's just just keep getting your car and go go order and go order. People are trying to make it as can go order and make it. And we're trying to make it as convenient and delicious as possible. And thank awesome. you. I guess the other thing I'd like to say. Happy then, holidays. That's awesome. Thanks, Niver, for being here. We really appreciate you and all the work you and your team do to keep us all fed and happy. Seriously. Much love, fam. Okay, we'll ta- we'll check in with you again in the new year. I hope so. Okay, Ask Stephanie is next, 651-641-1071. If you want to share your favorite takeout place that's a local joint that you want people to know about and have support, or you want to ask about recipes for the holidays, whatever it is you need, we are here for you next, 651-641-1071. Call in now. Your heart's and You're a heel. You're a greasy blah, 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 blah. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I, that's so annoying when people sing when they come back on the air. It Bradley really is Trainer annoying does it all the notice. time, and it's annoying, but I still do it and love it. Okay, we do have some calls today, which I'm very excited about. 651-641-1071, if you want to call and weigh in. We have Jean on the phone. Hi, Jean. Hi. Notice hi, when we lady. say, hi, Jean, it's, hi, Jean. Hi, Jean, and I'm a nurse, so how's that? <laughs> how's that? It's great. Thank you for your service. What can we help you with? Well, like most Saturdays during the pandemic, my husband and I listen to you in the morning and then decide our Saturday evening where we're going, what we're eating, or what we're cooking. So tonight we're going to go look at the cathedral program that you talked about. It's beautiful. And we are West Siders, so give us the best place we can stop by, pick something up, and eat in the car. Um, in the car, okay, I like Moochie's St. Paul. We Wait, just had Tim Nivron. They're going to go and watch in the car the cathedral. 
Oh, the we cathedral. We have eaten at Moochie's in St. Paul because of you guys. So okay. we loved it, but I'd love to try someplace new. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Babani's, if they're doing takeout. And some of these places, again, I would check on okay. their Facebook so page or call. Okay. They do Kurdish food and it's delicious. So like oh, kebabs okay. and that sort of thing. At the Kurdish restaurant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fun one. That would be really good. Okay. And good for the car. Yes. Okay. I mean, you could pop down to El Burrito and grab, you know, some like salsas and chips and do a little, you know, like car spread like that. Yes. We've done El Burrito before too. So just what about Pajarito in St. Paul? Oh, oh. Haven't been there. Oh, oh it's delicious. Oh, God. Okay. Grab the Elote Brussels sprouts. Yes. Hello. They're okay. life changing. Okay. okay. Those Brussels sprouts. And they've got great salsas. And if they have anything pork, he's a master at pork. Okay. Uh, so, Pajarito, P A J I R I T O is how you say it. And again, yeah. check their Facebook <laughs> spell it. or call. I'm just telling you know everyone to do that because okay. information's moving so fast. I don't yeah. feel like people's websites are updated enough. So, okay. Pajarito, Thanks, that's ladies. my pick. And we ordered all of Christmas from Travail. So oh, you're going to have a great time. time. Oh, my God. Exciting. Are. Love it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Merry Thanks, Christmas. Jean. Thanks, Merry Jean. Christmas. Uh, Brian, how are you doing, Brian? I'm doing well. Great to hear you guys every week this year. So, oh, thank Brian. you, hon. We you're a super fan. It. We love you. Okay, your favorite Christmas treat growing up? <sighs> Christmas popcorn balls. Treat. Treat. Um, popcorn balls. So my nana used to make these. I was thinking about these. She used to make the meringues. She was the only one. She made these the minty meringues. She had chocolate chips in the meringues, Yum. like in the bottom of them. And I always thought I had no idea what kind of a food stuff it was. Like yeah. I couldn't quite figure out. It's not a cookie. It's not a cake. <laughs> what the heck is this? And I loved it. Heaven. How about you, Brian? Rosettes. Oh, oh, yeah. My grandma made rosettes. Oh, here's another one, too, just because I remember this. The other grandma, my Oma, she used to make these little caramels, and they're called schmunt bun buns. You guys have heard me talk about this before. Schmunt buns? She took her recipe, her very, very special recipe, to the grave. We have never been able to find it or reproduce those schmunt bun buns, those little caramels, like, at all. And that's one of those things. Like That's something you need to do, people. Write your stuff down. Thanks, Brian. Well, we thanks appreciate you calling in. into the new year. Oh, thank you. you. 651-641-1071. Krum Kaka. Krum Kaka. I know, I'm not a Krum those Kaka little girl. Danish Hey, guess balls. what? On the Facebook, you guys, we do have a question. We have, uh, I, I did steal today's Facebook question from Twitter because it's kind of fun. Without using any words for the title or the characters or stars' names, what's your favorite holiday movie in five words or less? So we've got some good ones. I'm going to see if you know it. Pink Rabbit Footy Pajamas. Uh, Christmas Story. Good job. Keep going. Green Guy Grows a Heart. Grinch. That's clear. Uh, it Snows at the End. White Christmas. Yes, very good. I you can keep going. So I'm good. good at this. Kevin! <laughs> Do you know what the Kevin? Home Alone. Okay, good. Uh, How about that that's the woman in Schmidt's oh, Creek? I mean, I'm sorry if you have that as a giant awareness. Catherine O'Hara just, has been a star I know, for decades. I know, and I like all of her stuff, but it's still weird. No, it's not. I just watched Home Alone, and I was like, that's so weird that that's the Moira. mom. Okay. No, it's not. Claire is on the line. Hi, Claire. How you doing? Um, I am really great, Stephanie Marsh, and I just want to thank you. I just was driving home from picking up a few things. And this week, I've been so mad at the bar uh, owner in Lakeville. Mm -hmm. And just hearing you on the radio has changed every perspective that I've had. 
And I just wanted to thank you for bringing some light and sensibility to all of this. Uh, I am a foodie. I love both of you. And you have really just made my day. This is wonderful. Uh, You are a magical human for calling. Uh, I just am so grateful to the both of you. And and thank you, Stephanie Marsh. I, I hope that everyone listening today was heeding what you had to say. Thank you, you have a Claire. wonderful weekend, both of you. Thank you, Claire. Oh, that was real Go nice. Go with light, seriously. Sorry. You know, spread the joy and amplify like the light. Only the second time I've cried today already. Yeah, you are. I, uh, you <laughs> it's are. like an emotional the holidays. It's the holidays. Kathy is on the line. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hello. You're on the air. What can we help you with? Well, we have a situation in my family where we have a butterscotch bar recipe that. Yum. My mother has passed, and we love those butterscotch bars, and we cannot, we, we haven't found the recipe. It's, who knows what happened to it? And it's probably very simple, but we have asked pastry chefs, we have asked, because we're in the food industry ourselves, and it's the simplest recipe we're sure, we're sure of, but we we got to have that recipe. we got to recreate it, but we don't know. Do you want to describe it a little how. bit? Beg your pardon? Do you want to describe it a little bit? Yes, it is, it's probably a blondie. Um, it probably came off the back of a butterscotch chip bag, probably okay. in 1967 or so. Okay. It's old. Um, it's got maraschino cherries. So the design, there was a design that she put on the top of the bars, and it was raw almonds, raw whole almonds with maraschino cherries as kind of the center of, the, like, a flower shape. Okay. And, uh, like I said, it's got a blondie texture, so it's probably... You know, melted butterscotch chips and a little bit of flour and some sugar and okay. some sweetened condensed milk and something like that. But uh, yeah, we're just if All we right. had that recipe Stay again, tuned. we would just. If anybody has love that, it. I love it. Send us an email. We'll we'll be happy to share it. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Should we take? We'll take. Uh, do we take? Can we take Sue? Hi, Sue. What's your question? Oh, hi. I just have a comment. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> Janssen's temptation. Yes, we make it also with the Swedish. And don't be afraid of the anchovies, but I say you have to get those Swedish anchovies at Ingebrigtsen's. Yeah. Oh, okay. They have them at Certix, too. They oh, do okay. make a difference. I oh, didn't okay. go online and look at your recipe, Stephanie, but I didn't know if it said Swedish anchovies. It does. It's the Savour recipe she posted, and it says Swedish in there. Oh, okay, great. Well, I just wanted to reinforce that. We were reluctant, too, but they're fabulous. Okay, okay. I'm going to take your advice. I, I think I'm going to do I'll it. Be, it's going to be fun stuff to I check know. back in. All okay. right, Teresa, you are on the co- the line with a question. We're going to take you when we come back on the other side of this break. So please hold on. We'd be happy to answer it for you or any other 651-641-1071. We're going to take a break.